But the three other types is post-pill PCOS, adrenal PCOS, and inflammatory PCOS. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, beautiful ladies. I'm excited to be back. Now, I have a face mask on. It is 10 p.m. at night, and I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling fresh. Um, I wanted to – I was actually going to go to bed, and then I was like, no, I really want to do this episode. I've got a busy week, and I wanted to pump this one out for you ladies or flow this one out, I should say, because – so in case you don't know, I've got a program called Turning Off Your Period Problems. And it is a very in-depth 12-module program all about period problems and how to fix them. And, like, girls have gotten insane results, right? Anyway, this company called The Bundle Co. is putting together a bundle of, like, my program and then, like, 30 other people's programs for $99. I don't even understand how this works because that period problems program is, like, $1,000 Aussie, $700 US. And somehow you guys can get it for $99. I don't understand, but it works. And all I can say is get on it. And even if you don't want all of the programs in the bundle, you're still getting my program at literally 90% off. I still don't, I don't, I actually don't physically, mentally, whatever, understand how it works, but it works. So I'm going to put the link in the description and make sure you go and get it, but you have to get it through the link that I'm providing you in order for you to get the code, which allows you to then get my bundle at such a cheap rate. Insane. Really happy about it though for you ladies. So today's episode, we are talking about PCOS, where you're going to talk about the different types of PCOS and whether you actually have PCOS or not. So I have some peppermint tea with me as well. So if I, um, if I, I'm drinking something or if I burn myself, you know what it is. Okay. So the first thing is like a lot of girls have PCOS these days, but a lot of the time it's actually because either one, you haven't been diagnosed correctly. Two, it's an easy diagnosis for a doctor to just be like, oh, this is what you have. Bye-bye. And send you out the door. And all three, um, you've come off the pill. And a lot of the time when you come off the pill, you had, you have an ovulatory cycles and an anovulatory cycle is a cycle where you do not ovulate and doctors can then go, Oh, well you just have PCOS. Or if you, you're missing a period, if your periods have been really, really long in terms of the gaps, like your cycles have been really, really long, your doctor can just go, Oh, we have PCOS. So I am here to clear some things up for you ladies. And the first thing I want to share is if you have not done emotional work for your period, you need to do it because your body is the result of your subconscious mind. So if your subconscious mind is carrying out this information, it is going and like whether it's in, whether it's positive or negative, it is going to affect your physical body. So it's really important that if you have done all the nutrition stuff and you've done all the supplement things and nothing is helping your PCOS or your endo or whatever, you do the emotional work. Now, getting the program, turning off your period problems is a good starting point. And then whether you want to do emotional work with me or somebody else up to you, but I cannot recommend it enough. You want to make sure you're doing it with someone though that understands the connection between your brain and your relationship with your feminine and sensuality and your vagina to your period. Cause that's kind of what I specialize in. Okay. So firstly, 
PCOS, you cannot be diagnosed by an ultrasound. Couple of things. When you're going through puberty, if you look at a girl's ovaries, she will look like she has PCOS. If you are in the beginning of your cycle, you will look like you have PCOS because there are many cysts on your ovaries waiting for one to burst and then you ovulate. Okay. So as a follicle is coming around into ovulation, you have all these little follicles. Think of them like as little like cysts, they're little pimples, right? Basically growing on your ovaries. Okay. They're all kind of fighting to be like, which one's, which one's going to, which one is going to, um, which one's going to rupture. So there is an egg for ovulation is basically what's happening. Okay. So at different points in your cycle, you know, before ovulation, you'll have quite a few cyst like things on your ovaries because you are waiting to ovulate. That's the first thing. So that doesn't mean you have PCOS. That means you are coming up to ovulation. Now on the pill, a lot of girls look like when they look at, when you look at your ovaries on the pill, a lot of girls, um, ovaries look like they are, they have PCOS when they don't, that's another thing. And then when you are going through puberty, you also look like you have PCOS, even though you don't necessarily. So it's really important that if you have an ultrasound and the doctor then diagnoses you via the ultrasound, don't listen to it. Well, you can if you want to, but take it with a grain of salt because it's actually not necessarily the full spectrum of the full, like the full story, basically. Okay. That's the first thing. The second thing is that there are four different types of PCOS. So the insulin resistant PCOS is kind of the one that most doctors kind of, um, say, say you have by saying you have PCOS, but they mean that you have insulin resistant PCOS. But the three other types is post-pill PCOS, adrenal PCOS, and inflammatory PCOS. Now, why this is really, really important is, well, one, you can actually kind of really keep your symptoms of PCOS at bay with insulin resistant PCOS and you can have a regular cycle. So you can totally heal that one. And the other three types of PCOS, you can a thousand percent make them go away. And very quickly, insulin resistant PCOS, you can make them go, you can make it go away, or at very least you can um, be symptomless, right? So you're not, you're not getting any symptoms. You're having a regular cycle, all of that sort of stuff. Okay. So um, basically the way that you are diagnosed with PCOS is that you need to meet three of the following symptoms. Number one, ovarian dysfunction and polycystic and or polycystic ovaries. Okay. So multiple cysts on your ovaries. Okay. Or an ovarian dysfunction. Number two, clinical and or biochemical hypoandroidism. Now what now your, um, your, oh my God, I had a total fucking brain fart androgens. Your androgens are like your male hormones. Okay. So when you have hyperandrogenism, basically it's saying that you have too many androgens. You have an excess of androgens. So this is really important. So androgens are things like you've got hair growing more in like a male pattern. Okay. You've got bacne. Maybe your voice is a little bit lower. Those are some signs of excess androgens. Okay. The third thing is exclusion of all other conditions that would cause hyperandrogenism. Okay. So they are your three things and you must meet all three of the following to be diagnosed with PCOS. So you cannot just have polycystic ovaries and then be diagnosed with PCOS if you don't also have an excess of androgens. Okay. And you have been excluded for any other conditions that would cause the excess of androgens. That's the first thing. Okay. So basically in common language, what it's saying is that you must have all three of these. You must have irregular periods and polycystic ovaries on ultrasound. You must have high androgens on a blood test or symptoms of high androgens, such as hitcherism, which is, um, which is, uh, abnormal hair growth. 
Um, and number three, other reasons for high androgens have been ruled out. So the best way to figure out whether you have androgens is blood tests. Now you can obviously, you know, symptoms are a really good way to be looking at things like whether you, you know, you have male hair patterns, whether you have a lower voice and this is something that you weren't born with, for example. Um, and you, and you have say, um, acne, especially on the jawline and on your back. They are examples of an excess um, of androgens, okay? So androgens are your male-like hormones. And obviously we have a little bit of them, but when you have too many of them, that's where the problem occurs, okay? So the best blood tests to get for measuring to see if you have an androgen excess is free testosterone, but other tests include total testosterone, DHEAs, and androsinodione. So they are the best test to get to see if you have an excess of androgens. And what's really important for you ladies to remember is that PCOS is not one disease. It's rather, it's actually a group of symptoms related to excess androgens. So in the case of PCOS, the underlying drivers are either insulin, okay? So you've got an imbalance, like if your insulin um, is a little bit fucked, okay? Inflammation, adrenal androgens, and a post-pill surge in androgens. So if you've listened to my pill episode, I think I would have talked about it in there. And if not, if you've got the coming off hormonal birth control masterclass, I've talked about it in there. And, I, and I've given you guys symptoms, um, not symptoms, I've given you guys um, uh, some suggestions for supplements to take to help counteract um, a post-pill androgen, uh, sandrogen, fucking hell, a post-pill androgen surge. Okay. But when you are on the pill, when you come off the pill, you very, very likely can get a surge in your androgens, all right? Now, they will slow down if you do things correctly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up my masterclass, The Art of Coming Off Hormonal Birth Control as well, which isn't part of the bundle. I'm going to open that up for... uh, Just actually, no, just DM me or email me if you need access to it. And if you don't already have it, I don't want to have to launch that this week because I'm also launching um, Queen Alchemy and stuff. And it's just in New York and it's too overwhelming for you. I'm like telling you too many things to do. So if you don't have the Art of Coming Off Hormonal Birth Control Masterclass, send me an email at manager at monarchyates.com.au or send me a DM on Instagram and I will send you the link and I'll open up for you. Um, That's really, really important to helping you get off the pills. You don't have this surge, Okay. Now, you can be born with genes that will put you at risk for PCOS, but the expression of those genes depends on your current environment, okay? So you can be born with so many different genes from your parents or whatever, but they have to be turned on. So you can turn, you can keep these genes turned off if you haven't turned them on via environment, stress, food, lifestyle factors, okay? So you have the ability, the power is in your hands to turn these genes on and off. Okay, so I'm going to go through some questions for you guys to figure out what PCOS you have. If you have PCOS, but the doctor didn't tell you what type. Question number one, do you have irregular periods and androgen excess? If yes, continue on. If no, then you do not have PCOS. Okay, next question. Do you have insulin resistance? If yes, then you have insulin resistant PCOS. If no, were you born, oh, sorry, were you born, were your periods regular before the pill? If yes, then you have post-pill PCOS. If no, next question is, do you have signs of chronic inflammation? If yes, then you have inflammatory PCOS. If you don't have signs of chronic inflammation, 
Um, is DHEA is your only high androgen? If yes, then you have adrenal PCOS. And if you don't have high DHEAs um, as your only sign of high androgens, then the question is, do you really have PCOS? If yes, then there is, an, there is a hidden cause of your PCOS. Okay. So let's start with insulin resistant PCOS. And there is much more detail. I'm not going to go through every single thing that you need to be doing. There is a lot more detail in um, my program, Turning Off Your Period Problems, okay, which you can get in the bundle, but I'm going to go through each of the different types of PCOS and kind of give you guys a rundown. Okay, drink break, one sec. Okay, nothing better than a peppermint tea before you go to bed. All right, the first one, insulin-resistant PCOS. So too much insulin isn't good for you, right? It impairs ovulation and it will cause um, your ovaries to make too much testosterone compared to estradiol. So estradiol is your good estrogen. Okay. So you want estradiol. There, there are different types of estrogen. Okay. And I go through all the different types actually in the program. There are different types of estrogen, but your estradiol is a good type of estrogen and you want estradiol. But if you have too much testosterone, it's, that's generally because you have too much, too much insulin. Okay. So the excess insulin eventually leads to an increase in testosterone levels as the body is trying to balance itself out. Remember, your body is magical. It is trying to support you. It is trying to work its shit out. So the least you can do is also support it with what you are in control of, okay? Um, so testosterone excess can then inhibit your fertility, and completely halt ovulation. And that's where you will then get these really long cycles because your body isn't ovulating, which is not healthy because you want to ovulate so that you get a period, so that you release the estrogen. Otherwise, you will get a buildup of estrogen, which can lead to excess estrogen, which is a whole nother series of dangerous things. Okay. So if you have too much estrogen, it's like cortisol. You want to have a good amount of cortisol, but as soon as you have too much, it becomes very dangerous. Same as as estrogen. Okay. The next, so estrogen is what like feeds, for example, breast cancer. It feeds cervical cancer. It feeds abnormal cells in your cervix. It feeds um, endometriosis. So working on reducing your estrogen is really important. You can go back to some of my earlier episodes where I talk about some things to help balance your hormones, but there is a fuck ton more in the art of coming on, coming off hormonal birth control and then also turning off your period problems program. So if you are still on the pill, I would recommend that you do the masterclass first, okay? And then if you are getting bad periods, then you do the art of coming off, then you do the turning off your period problems program. But if you do the art of coming off hormonal birth control masterclass properly, you shouldn't need to do the turning off your period problems program. But if you have PCOS or endo, I would highly recommend that you go and do that program like yesterday, okay? The next one is post-pill PCOS. So if you have irregular periods and elevated androgens, but you do not have insulin resistance and you were fine before you went on the pill, then this is post-pill PCOS and it will go away. Okay. So what this probably is, is that you probably have high luteinizing hormone, LH is what it's called in abbreviation, to follicular stimulating hormone, FSH. So um, luteinizing hormone, LH, prevents your ovarian follicles from developing properly and it stimulates them to make androgens. Okay. That is what happens with post-pill PCOS. And there is a ton more about that in the program. So with post-pill PCOS, doing the masterclass is a really good thing. If you already have that, just start doing that. Just start doing the protocol in there. 
Okay. But this is one of the side effects of being on the pill, right? A lot of girls come off the pill and then get PCOS, which is terrible. But I also want to let you know that if you are listening to this and you do have and you do have PCOS and it came after you got the pill and your doctor didn't tell you, oh, it's probably post-pill PCOS. If you are not doing everything in your power right now to get rid of it, then you should be because your body does not want this. And trust me when I say you do not want this for your health. Okay. So if you want one-on-one with me, that's fine. You can DM me and we'll put you in for a one-on-one session, um, for a strategy session. Otherwise get the program. The next one is inflammatory PCOS. Okay. So inflammatory PCOS is basically when you've got too much inflammation. So this is when your PCOS, PCOS is not driven by insulin or by coming off the pill. It is driven by inflammation and environmental toxins. So what happens is if you have too much inflammation in your body, so inflammation can come from stress. Okay. A big one is from stress. Okay. It can come from emotional stress. It can come from a job thing. Okay. It can come from toxins in your environment. It can come from too much flying. It can come like as an in a plane, it, not like a bird. It can come from not eating the right foods and that's causing inflammation, too much sugar, too much dairy, too much gluten, too much vegetable oil. By the way, if you had all of that, you'd probably also have insulin resistance though. So, you know, um, the two kind of go hand in hand a little bit in that department. It can also be from toxins from using um, toxic skincare products. Okay. And if you're not using all natural skincare products, I highly recommend that you go to my website and look at my skincare blog posts and my favorite products page for all of my recommended non-toxic beauty products. So inflammation, what it does is it disrupts your hormone receptors and it suppresses ovulation. It can also make your adrenal glands and your ovaries um, like start boosting their androgens. So you make more androgens because when your cortisol is increased, which causes inflammation and which we're going to go on to in a second, that boosts your androgens. So even maybe a side note, some of you have found that when you're getting really, really stressed, you'll start to get like some abnormal hair growth Okay, if that happens to you, that's because the cortisol is driving up your androgens. Okay, so this inflammatory PCOS, it can also come from smoking, it can come from liver issues, it can come from too much alcohol, it can come from gut problems and digestive problems. So gut health is really, really important as well. And actually, there's one of the other girls in the bundle is a, has done a gut health um, program. I haven't looked at it, but I'm sure it's great. Um, Make sure that you do gut right from ATP um, as as well to really help your gut health. That's really important. But your gut health, ladies, it's something that much like your liver health. Someone was asking me on Instagram live the other day of like what to be doing to like help your body detox. If you are not constantly thinking about how can I support my liver, then you're not doing things correctly in my eyes anyway. You need your liver to survive. You fucking do. Okay. So you want a healthy liver. So if every meal you're not kind of thinking, are these veggies helping my liver? Then I want you to start thinking that. So for example, tonight I cooked, I just stir fried up some cabbage, some broccoli, some eggplant, um, and some sweet potato. Okay. Now cauliflower isn't in season at the moment and it's, um, and I can't find any organic cauliflower. Now I'm not in a massive organic prude when I'm in Australia, but when I'm in America, like the the GMO is like a whole nother level here. Um, so I don't buy, I really, I really try and avoid 
buying non-organic vegetables here personal preference right but like obviously if I had to I would it's just that like the supermarket here has a really great organic range it's quite easy to buy organic in America because it's a big thing but there's not really any organic cauliflowers and they're not really in season yet and I prefer to eat with I prefer to eat seasonally but cauliflower is and broccoli is a really and I broccoli tonight is a really 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 good food to be having to flush your liver out as is cabbage right any brassica vegetables are really great for your liver health so whenever I'm eating food I'm always thinking liver like liver 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 if I haven't eaten like a ton of broccoli and cauliflower in a while it almost stresses me out a little bit because I'm like oh my gosh my liver not in like a psychoorthorexic way more in a I love and respect my body way and I'm always wanting to help my liver and support my liver in any way possible so in terms of liver support also bone broth is a really good one I cannot wait to get to New York soon and be just like fucking drinking springbone bone broth like no one's business and springbone in case you guys don't know they are doing all the catering at the new york event which i'm so fucking excited about for the food and for all the vibes and for the fucking transformation i had a psychic reading the other day and she was like these and she could like see the event and i i never met her before so this was all like this wasn't like a made-up thing like she was crazy good and i'm quite psychic as well but i sometimes don't trust myself i like somebody else that doesn't know me to do it Anyway, and like I can obviously see it all and I know it all, but um, it's really nice when somebody else who's got no idea about you is like these women are like walking out like almost not understanding what the fuck just happened in those past three days, um, which I'm so excited about. So anyway, moving back on, I get I get sidetracked. I digress. Adrenal PCOS. Okay, so this is when you don't have insulin resistance, you are not on the pill, and you have no signs of inflammation, and you have normal ovarian androgens, but elevated adrenal androgens. So adrenal PCOS is not driven by insulin resistance or impaired ovulation, but rather it is caused by a stress response system or your adrenal axis, your HPA axis, okay? Basically, it's caused by fucking stress. So... Can you guys see here how if you go to the doctor and they just say PCOS, it doesn't tell you fucking anything, okay? Because you need to know exactly what type of PCOS you have so that you can adequately heal it. Otherwise, you could be doing totally the wrong thing, okay? Or you could be freaking out for no apparent reason. So it's really important that if you have PCOS, I really encourage you to either book in a strategy session with me, okay? Or you need to get the bundle. And the reason why I'm fucking pl plugging this thing is because it's so fucking cheap. Like it's 90% off. Like you are silly if you don't get it. So you get a ton of education about everything, things to be doing. There's an action sheet. You get the science behind it so you can understand it. You get suggested supplements in my program. It is a very, very comprehensive program. Okay, so I highly recommend that you get it. I am never going to have it this cheap again unless they do it on the bundle like this again. So I highly recommend that you get it, ladies. Um, and please, once you get it, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram story so that the so your friends can also see that there is a solution to their period problems. My friend actually got her IUD out and um, the doctor was like, okay, so now your period's just going to be like, you know, normal, like really bad bloating, normal, like bad cramps in pain, like just the normal sort of period. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That is not normal. It is common, but it's not normal. Okay. If you don't know, all your periods should be is literally nothing besides a bit of fucking fatigue. That is it. You should not have major pain. You might sometimes be a little bit like heavy in your uterus because duh, 
you got blood coming out of your uterus, your uterus is fucking working. So of course you're going to feel heavy in your uterus, but you should not be in major discomfort or major pain. Okay. I'm not going to say that you want to go and like fucking do pole dancing necessarily that week, but you should not be in major discomfort or major pain. And if you are, I'm here to tell you there is a solution to that and not a quick fix, but a sustainable long-term solution. And the thing is, ladies, this information is so empowering. It is so empowering that you listen to this podcast. And I'm so grateful that you listen to it because as you help your period and as you get a good period, then next time your friend is complaining about her period, you have the power to say to her, oh my gosh, I used to have that too. And now I don't. And it means that for your daughter, your daughter does not have to grow up thinking that periods are terrible, right? Once you know this information, it is in your brain you know it for good. You can use it to help so many other women in the world understand that their period does not need to be a painful thing, which to me is very, very, very empowering. So heavy periods, painful periods, PMS, PCOS, endometriosis, go and get the bundle, go and get my turning off your period problems program because everything is covered in there. And quickly talking about heavy periods and endo, this comes back to the estrogen dominance. Okay. So if you are having, if you are having really, hold on, I need a sip of tea, one sec. If you are having really painful periods, really heavy periods, blood clots, that sort of stuff, generally speaking, that is related to estrogen dominance. And as as I said before, all of those liver foods are really, really good, like brassica vegetables and bone broth. Okay. They're a really good starting point for you to be having. And once you've done that, I highly recommend that you then invest a little bit and actually learn some more so you can really take it to the next level. And if you've done all of the nutrition things and the supplement things, then we need to be looking at your life force energy. And that's also going to be contributed. um, It's also going to be influenced, I should say, by your subconscious. And if you're subconscious does not feel safe, if your body does not feel safe, if you have shame and guilt around certain things, if you have childhood wounding that you haven't cleared, this can deplete your life force energy, your chi energy, which will affect your period. So this is all very, very important. Also painful ovulation, also go into the program. Okay. Any discomfort in your period, go into the program. Literally it's so fucking comprehensive. You will see it all in the, um, in the, bundle. You'll see it on the sales page, what's included. Um, I will post a behind the scenes on my Instagram story for you guys to see as well. And any questions about it, feel free to message me. But this bundle's only out for a week. So it's from the 9th of September till like whatever a week is. Um, I'm really good at maths. Is that the 16th? I think the 16th of September, that would make sense, right? No, 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 the 18th. No, wait, the 9th till the, that'd be nine days. That's 10 days fuck, I don't know, whatever. I'm so bad at maths. People would know this if they've like, if they know me personally, I'm, I did like the hard maths in school, but I can't fucking do it now. Anyway, whatever. It's only open for a week. So if you are catching this episode later than what's been published and you want the program and it's not open, send me a message and I will open it for you. Um, otherwise get the program ladies. Okay. That is everything about PCOS that I want to jump on. And then there is a fuck ton more information in there, but it's pretty self-explanatory as well. Like insulin and PCOS, fix your fucking insulin, right? Post-pill PCOS, you need to balance your hormones coming off the pills. So you need to do my masterclass, okay? That, that one for post-pill PCOS, it's the bundle and the masterclass, okay? It's, it's both of them are going to be helpful. Inflammatory PCOS, get rid of your fucking inflammation, adrenal PCOS, get rid of the root cause, 
don't just take herbs that are going to fucking fix your, um, your stress. You need to get to the root cause of your stress, not just use a band-aid effect of herbs. I love herbs, but it's still a band-aid if you're still stressing every fucking day. Okay. Or like even meditation, meditation is great, but if you're meditating in the morning, can you hear that like ringing? I hope not. I don't know what that loud pitch is. Um, it's not my, it's not my ears. Don't worry. It's something outside. It's like a car or something. Um, if you, what was I saying? Fuck brain fart. I got to pause it and rewind. Okay. I'm back. If you're meditating in the morning ladies, but then you go to work and you stress all day, there's no fucking point doing that. This is about you not responding to these things that are happening with this giant fucking stress response. That is what's important. That's how when you do the feminine work and you live more in flow, you don't have this issue as much because you're, you're not like as hyper alert. You're not as like fucking stressed. Your nervous system isn't as wired because you're more in flow and you're out of your head. Anyway, it is 10.37 p.m. here. I'm going to go to bed. I love you all. Thank you for listening as per usual. I would love for you to post this on your Instagram story to share the love with other girls that they can also know. And how powerful is that that you get to impact other women in that way? Because seriously, the amount of you guys that have helped other women find me and then help, you've helped them. Like, you have done that. So just like fucking awesome is all I want to say fucking awesome okay any questions as per usual guys send me an Instagram message um have a good rest of your week bye well thank you so much for tuning in I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode I would be really really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate hopefully five and if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease I would be so fucking grateful Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful and I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 